0: Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Grow Like a Pro.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, alongside Jason Flagel. Hello, world. How's it going, man? It's going well. I'm a little tired, but it's a new day, and it's getting closer to warmer weather. And you, I I can't (laughs) stop looking at your face because you shaved recently, and you look like you're maybe ten years younger. Yeah, I I, show
0: the audience get get free from the mic. I I gave (laughs) uh,
1: I gave myself a little bit of a chin strap, and then when I was trimming, I'm like, I might as well get rid of the whole thing. So I actually trimmed it down to a mustache, and then my wife Katie was like, "You need to go get rid of that." So (laughs) I was like, "Nothing else before you fix this." Steak. For those of you who are married, you know that uh, happy wife, happy life. Exactly. So I went in and shaved it off. <laughs> Very smart man. <laughs> At least you got to
0: see it. So there's there's something there. That's right. Oh man, How, when was the last time you were that sh- uh, shaved so shortly?
1: Uh, I think when we actually had Lance Schneider on the show. Oh, That gotcha. was what uh, January, yeah. or maybe before that even. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, quite a while ago actually. Nice. nice. Well, who, enough about shaving. We have to talk about Gina today. Because Gina.
0: <laughs> yeah, is, for sure. You know, I love all of our guests, but she was just she She was was, she was just like we were smiling and laughing the entire time we were recording this episode. yeah
1: so great i mean (laughs) it felt so natural and she's just great at um conversing with other people and making people feel comfortable yeah because you
0: know she was an opera singer so she she knows performing she knows and she's a voice coach obviously she knows how to speak and how to talk and do all Mm -hmm. those kind of things and
1: you can really tell
0: by just listening to her and it was Gina's one of those people where when you start talking to her, you feel like you've been friends with her forever. Like yeah. she's very For welcoming. Sure. She's very energetic and very awesome. And it was, I just had such a fun time recording that it was, it yeah. was really cool.
1: I mean, it was, well, I, she she likes to say she is the messaging maestro. Yeah. So it's really cool because, you know, she's got such a um, impressive background in classical singing and opera singing. Uh, and she's using that, you know, with her own platform, uh, kind of the uh, ability to uh, share and teach other people on how to get their messaging across that really connects with people and gets like an emotional response. And then she also does like TEDx, uh, speaker coaching too, which yeah, is so cool. For sure. So yeah, I mean this episode is awesome and I don't want to, you know give too much way out of so i think we should probably get over to her conversation
0: yeah and then we want to remind everyone if you want to be a part of the show if you want to send questions to our guests to us if you want to be on the show and, let, and help tell your story please send an email to hello at grow like once again that is hello at grow like and without further ado here is gina
1: Hey guys, what is up? It is Jason Adam here from the Grow Like a Pro show, and I'm so excited because I think this is the first time we've had an opera singer on the show. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We've got uh, Gina Molinari. So excited. Gina's, yeah, amazing. Well, the first time I talked on the phone, I, I think I told you, Adam, I'm like larger than life personality <laughs> she's a great fit for the show so gina thank you so much for taking time thank out of you. your schedule to be with us today and yeah we're so excited to hear more about your story um so if you don't mind uh, i think we'll jump right into the first question sure. Uh, would you share a little bit about your story, your background, uh, and then a little bit about what you're doing today? What's keeping you busy?
2: Absolutely. So I am a retired, I collect call myself a never has been opera singer, actually, because I I hated performing and auditioning and, and actually getting up on a stage. For oh. me, it was never really about the diva and the corsets and the wigs. And it was just never <laughs> about that for me. But what I did realize over time was that it was really more about self-expression mm-hmm. and being able to, um, you know, really connect with people and move people with a message. And especially yeah. as an opera singer you're not exactly singing in English so you got to find other ways to do that Mm -hmm. and I I ran away from singing after uh, my undergraduate degree and I went into marketing and Mm -hmm. I really you know took language and went a different route with it I used it to connect with people and get them in the doors for the Mm -hmm. arts because I went specifically to NYU for a performing arts administration graduate degree and then from there I got the bug for entrepreneurship and realized that you know there was a lot of holes in the industry that I worked in both as a performer and as an art administrator Mm -hmm. where where, you know they they tr- just keep trying to put things in the same direction they keep trying to put square pegs in round holes yeah, and wondering oh yeah. why mm-hmm. they never have enough money to do the things they want to do <laughs> so I really was focused on trying to change that paradigm and change mm-hmm. the way that nonprofits ran and the way that artists saw themselves and so mm-hmm. my first business was actually coaching trying to coach artists how to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and teaching them that that's really what they're trying to do and all the feedback I got was oh my god that's you know we don't get that in school that's amazing mm-hmm. we're so excited No one wanted to pay for it. I made not a single dollar. And I'm not talking profit. I'm talking not a single dollar from any of that okay shifting so I yeah, <laughs> P- I went a pivot point. <laughs> yeah no so I just I, I realized that something was very wrong and I started mm-hmm. you know just experimenting with other things and what I found was that really I, I tapped into that idea that yeah this is self-expression for me this is mm-hmm. really what I'm trying to create with people mm-hmm. and just get them to if they can connect to each other and build those relationships then that's really how they have success in any business and any mm-hmm. sort of an, um, environment so I have now evolved into what I call as kind of a speaking coach but I call myself really a messaging maestro mm-hmm. so I still a nod to my musical background I love and that. yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah
0: it's got a nice ring to it,
2: it. it does have a nice <laughs> ring too I like the way it rolls off the yeah door. for sure yeah so I'm a messaging maestro and I myself am a speaker I, you know I love to coach other people into being their authentic selves and not mm-hmm. doing it for dramatics but doing it because it connects with people and moves them yeah and then ultimately now I'm also a TEDx coach so TEDx Hilliard is coming up that was the other thing I forgot the other thing that I was working on TEDx Hilliard <laughs> I am a coach for that as well so I coach awesome. other people actually to do the public speaking if that's, that's their really
1: desire cool. now uh when's the next tedx hilliard that's going uh, to
2: tedx Hilliard's coming up in august so awesome. um,
1: cool. is that once a year is
2: it yeah once a year well there's a couple around columbus yeah, tedx right. hilliard is august and then uh columbus and yearling road are toward the end of the year gotcha yeah awesome. are, are any
1: of those um talks like recorded and released uh to public uh, to the public I like so because i mean some of the listeners you know aren't probably able to get to the show so i'm yes. just wondering if they have the ability to look at some of the talks that you know they're are on, on youtube okay. at the very YouTube. least um cool. i
2: think they host them on their own tedx platform as well Sweet. um hilliard in specific i'm not sure about but i've participated in yearling road I actually sang at that for like their intermission yeah. uh, when that's i first cool. moved here a few years ago that's, but, awesome. yeah. that's
1: one of the things i've been looking to do It's like a tedx talk oh. i think there's a few in columbus that you know would be a good option i just haven't had the I, I haven't taken the time to devote to create like mm. you know a nice application for it so gotcha. but the yeah. world
0: needs to hear the voice of thunder that's vo- the <laughs> 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 they need to have
1: some flagels bagels
0: <laughs> <laughs> and hear the voice of thunder <laughs>
2: I thought I was the dramatic All right. <laughs> Anyway, we were, doing, we, were doing
0: an, we were doing an intro of one of our previous shows And Jason just pulled out the Jason, the voice of thunder And <laughs> I was like, nice, well played, sir
1: Well, it, I think it was my Because um, I don't know if I told you, Gina I'm one of ten in my family So Yikes. ten siblings um, But growing up, one of my uh, sister's joy We we would pretend to be like uh, radio broadcasters <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think she was. I think I was the voice of thunder. Jason, the voice of thunder, and she what was you think? joy. I, th- I think I. It was <laughs> story you know, Long, long Gina, time this ago, is horrible. Um, she she'd be the one to tell you the right <laughs> thing. Um, but I think she was like the voice. Joy, the voice of lightning. So I, w- I thought about that the other day. I'm like, I don't know why I haven't said that before. It's such a good a good thing. <laughs> Anyway, Gina, let's uh, bring, let's bring it back to you.
2: I don't know. It seems applicable now because I'm always preaching authenticity. And if yeah. the voice of thunder is who you are. I mean, let's not run away from that. Let's
0: embrace it. Oh, Love man. that. That's
1: too funny. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, Gina, we interrupted you. You were talking about Ted TEDxHilliard. <laughs> TEDx
2: <laughs> yes yeah, so I, I do a lot of coaching other people more than anything what I like to really focus on is that authenticity piece that I just mm-hmm. mentioned yeah. so really getting people to step into who they are and leaning mm-hmm. into that and it doesn't there's no perfect string of words or mannerisms mm-hmm. that makes somebody a great speaker yeah. it's just being authentically and comfortably who you are because that's powerful mm-hmm. that hits people mm-hmm. in a way that they trust you they like you they they know you're being real with them yeah, and sure. uh, you can't you can't really train somebody to to be a certain thing if that's not who they are it's just not effective
1: Yeah. yeah adam and i talk a lot about that on the show actually is like i think one of the common themes adam that we see with some of these amazing people doing incredible things is Authenticity—they're being authentic to who they are. Yeah, what their passion is. You can see is. through it instantly yeah. if you're yeah. being fake or if you're trying to be yeah. somebody
0: else. And and it's it's interesting what you said too about you know coaching people. And I'm sure you see this as well. But when you are listening to someone or you're talking to someone and they have confidence and you're someone there's because there's a lot of people who don't know what they want to do with their lives. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. who are unsure in their own skin who are unsure about what they what what path they want to take. So well, yeah, when you see someone up there who is very comfortable with themselves and confident, it really it. it it shows because <laughs> like, a lot of times, especially when you're going through troubles and you see someone trying to fake it up there. Yeah. Like you said, it's like it's like seeing through a glass window. Yeah. It's like this is not something doesn't make sense here. But yeah.
2: we forget that that happens. We yeah. forget that oh, it's yeah. that easy to see through exactly. us because for some reason we think we're getting away with it. My absolute <laughs> favorite simple example of this is if you're asking somebody just, oh, hey, how are you doing today? Like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine.
0: Yeah. It's like You're, you're not sure getting away that? with it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So
2: but when we do it, somehow we think that like we can read through somebody else doing that clear as day, but when <laughs> we do it, for somehow we think we're magical that like <laughs> nobody else picks up on this sort of thing. But it's it's yep. just such a simple thing. I mean, you don't have to I've gotten the question before of like, oh well you when you're an employer with employees, like you yeah. wanna you wanna keep that sort of um that rapport you know you don't want to let them too far into your personal life or something like how do you be honest without letting somebody know that you're kind of a shit show so okay well there's a way to say you know i'm actually really tired today i had a rough night but you know like let's just dive into the day like thanks for asking
1: right Mm -hmm. that's it
2: you're acknowledging it without necessarily having to dive into the gory detail of it and so Mm -hmm. that that in a moment there you're you're a little bit vulnerable enough that somebody can you know trust you and give you a little piece of their humanity
0: yeah Yeah. and you know i think it's so important too especially the work you're doing is because yeah like a lot of this seems so simple, but some people don't just realize that. Or <laughs> yeah, they think yeah. if they if they reveal their feelings or if they talk too much, they're they're vulnerable or they seem weak when mm-hmm. we're all dealing with some yeah. some pretty terrible stuff at usual times. Always it's crazy.
2: Oh you know, the more you get to know somebody's story, there's always that oh my god, yeah. really? What? <laughs> wow. Yep. Like my mine is the opera singer thing. Yeah. People, wow, really? <laughs> and it's just it's constant. Everybody has that because yeah. to you it's so mundane, it's like, Oh, it's just another Wednesday morning. Exactly. But to them, that's something super unique. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I've, I remember uh, this particular conversation, I met a woman who I knew online for a really long mm-hmm. time, uh, and we had like, you know, kind of had conversations. And then she stood up in a conference and said something about her sister being murdered. And I was like, whoa, oh, whoa. You know, that just exactly. Even you have that reaction, <laughs> like, okay, that came out of nowhere. But yeah. you immediately feel like that person changes in front of you. <laughs> and to be able to create that experience with other people just by being who you are, you can't put a price on that. I mean, yeah. that's not something you could teach people except to take the wall down to actually just step into it.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, I think it was, um, it's Patch Adams. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Patch Adams. I know Gina. of it. I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> so, um, you know, the the movie Patch Adams ta- goes through the life um, story of Dr. Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the experiments he did while he was in medical school mm-hmm. was actually, uh, I think it was the hello experiment. So mm-hmm. instead of walking down the street and just saying hello to people or nodding to people, he'd say like, off the wall things to them and they would be super astonished and like caught off guard so it's that that moment i think almost that you're describing as well where you're on the stage you're speaking um, and you say something that really catches people off guard. And like you mm-hmm. said, it's that moment of like, aha, or they, they haven't, me- they weren't listening. They weren't paying attention. And then you say something and they're like, well, <laughs> uh, immediately zoned in what, what they just said was like crazy. I'm, you know, I'm listening now.
2: <laughs> well, and here's the thing about languages. We, we do go on autopilot, but we don't have to, you know, yeah. people, people, appreciate that I'm a good speaker oh you never seem to trip over your words or anything like this cuz I'm present when I'm speaking yeah mm-hmm. I'm not just letting my conversation <laughs> run in my head and yeah. then as a as a result tripping uh, uh, over my thought uh, because I'm trying to uh, <laughs> find the right oh, it's exhausting for me to hear people talk like that oh, sometimes. but that's why I want to help them yeah. because I know it's painful for them just as much as it's painful for me to experience that on the other yes, side right, but yeah. I mean we we're shaped by our experiences We're shaped by the way that we grew up and who were mm-hmm. around I mean to us oh well you know that's just the way i talk no that's the way you were grown to talk that's Mm -hmm. environment that's Mm -hmm. nurture that's that's you know the the way you heard your father talk when you grew up but you was the way your friends talked when you were in middle school it's it's all of those things culminated together so it is a learned thing that you can unlearn and Mm -hmm. that you can become really masterful at
1: i love that that's so cool (laughs)
0: yeah and you know it's it's, i mean all these messages and your confidence just is is awesome (laughs) it's super inspiring like you said even just speak speaking with you for what 15 20 minutes you can just tell that your message is true and and you're very passionate about what you do which is awesome but i'd love to jump back to kind of the early days i mean did you always have this confidence? Did you learn yeah. it? I mean, because so, <laughs> so, that's exactly where I was going. Because <laughs> you, you know, a lot of people when they when they see people, it's like, oh, well, you you must have always been like this, or always be, or or are just a natural at this. And you know, while some people have the propensity for certain things, and obviously are may start off a little more advanced than others, a lot mm-hmm. of times it's working, it's practicing, it's it's doing it, it's finding out the ways you shouldn't do things, and learning to you know make it better. So I'd love to mm-hmm. kind of go back to the beginning of your journey and just talk. A little bit about maybe the troubles that you had or how you found your voice as mm. in confidence and in you know opera singing
2: mm. long long time ago uh, so yeah so that that's the first the very first thing is that singing has always been something i've loved i yeah. mean my parents love to tell the story of me you know in the in the card at path mark you know just singing the jingle as we're going through the aisle sort of thing like it's just something i've always really enjoyed to do yeah but at the same time, it's always something I was very fearful of other people hearing. Mm-hmm. So I have terrible, terrible, to this day, performance anxiety about singing in front of other people. Gotcha. And to me, singing is so challenging to do that but just simply because I'm trying to be something I'm not. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, that's where the the terror came in is, am I doing it justice? And so I would focus on the legi- uh, the technique and focus on, you know, making sure I said the words just right and all my diction was correct, because often I'm not singing in English. Mm -hmm. I keep hitting this. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, We don't like it
0: anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: So, I mean, I I was constantly focusing on those sort of things instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on on the message of it. But to me, musically, it was still coming out, even though I was basically a ventriloquist dummy up there. (laughs) I always like to say I'm a fantastic singer. I am a shitty performer, like really shitty. But when I talk to people I have the freedom because it's my own native tongue and because Mm -hmm. I know and I'm connected to that message that I can still use those sort of performance techniques and and Everything is a performance. I mean, this conversation with you. Granted, there's a video camera, but even if there wasn't, <laughs> got meta for a second. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, even if there wasn't, and it was just a conversation, this is a performance. Yeah, it's all a performance. So, yeah. for me to keep you engaged and keep you interested and have you remember me, I get to treat it like a performance and and figure out ways that you can come into the conversation because it's not about me. A conversation is two people. Yeah. I mean, if I want to entertain myself, I'll just. I don't know go talk to myself in the corner i used to do that when i was little apparently so i mean why why not make it anything but engaging why not make it anything but enjoyable yeah and Mm. and it doesn't have to look like the way i do it granted i'm bubbly and and i have some high energy and i talk really fast because i'm from the east coast but it doesn't have to look like that for everybody it just has to be a way that's engaging because it's real for you
0: yeah Mm. and it's cool because you know jason and i a lot of times we talk about how you know, you yourself are a brand. Like you yourself are, yes. like you should treat yourself as as you would a company, where you're mm-hmm. marketing yourself. The things you do represents you as who you are. But I love the way you put it about that you're, every conversation or action is kind of like a performance of it. Like yeah. that's it such a cool way to look at it too. Because a date, yeah, it's true. An interview, yeah. a conversation, everything. Because you're everything. taking in your past knowledge, your experience, mm-hmm. the way you act and do stuff, and you're performing and, and on the the biggest stage it is real and when, life.
1: And when <laughs> you're performing without being authentic to who you are, it's so draining. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. But if it's you're like performing with <laughs> being authentic yeah. to who you are, yeah. it's it it energizes. Well, you, you know?
0: always hear the story about people who you know are like constant liars and stuff, yeah. and it it's hard to keep track of all these lies because you don't yep. know like what you told people, what you didn't. So it's it's lot. You just be yourself. Come on, yep. there's, yeah, yourself. there's so, so much, much easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And it's I love I love that you brought that up because that's actually one of the workshops that I focus on is like putting you in your brand and Yeah, your pitch, right. because nobody cares what your job title is if they don't know why it's important exactly. to you. Yeah. That yeah. that really cliché adage and I hate clichés because they start <laughs> they stop losing or they start losing meaning. But, you know, nobody knows cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm finding that now that people are really buying with their hearts instead of with their, you know, their price shopping sort of thing, mm-hmm. they really care about why it matters to you. You know, people come to me to work with me because they know That it's important to me for other people to have that freedom. They know it's important to me to move people with a message, and whether or not that's a message I agree with, it doesn't matter because I know how important it is for me to create that in other people. And they know that it's important to me. I mean, I so I mentored a woman through writing her story uh, Mm -hmm. of her childhood. She is a suicide attempt survivor. Oh wow! A very very serious attempt. Like she took a knife to her gut and like shouldn't be alive. One of those sort of like terrible stories. But she wrote a book about her experience, and we took great care in making sure that that this was not a woe is me, look how terrible my Mm -hmm. life is, suck it up buttercup, you can do it if I survive, this sort of thing. We wanted it to be something that people really walked away with like, wow, if she can live through that, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it, it can always be worse. An inspiring version of that story, mm-hmm. and so we took great care in crafting every single word to be that, and not just some macabre train wreck you couldn't stop looking at. Yeah. And that's the feedback she's getting. She's getting constant reviews, and she's getting local media attention, and people are inviting her to come speak and oh, sign books. So and, cool. and I mean, it very easily could have just been one of those things where she's talking about her her very messed up childhood, quite <laughs> yeah. frankly, and that it's just it's just one of those things you can't turn away from but isn't inspiring we don't want that for people and so now you know she has all these great things happening as a result of creating this book and she can't wait to work with me again because she knows that I cared as much as I I cried when she called Uh me to tell me that yeah "Yeah, you know this thing happened and oh my god what a story yeah so I I want that for other people and they know that about me and that's why they trust me with their words and their stories and their work and all of that and and,
0: yeah I mean so how did you you know did you have any you know mentors growing up or people that kind of helped Bring your voice out and even the speaking because like you said, like singing was always kind of tough But what about Mm -hmm. the talking side and kind of speaking and helping other people tell their stories? Is there anyone who kind of helped you alongside that journey or certain events or certain maybe your first speaking engagement that was like Hey, I'm pretty good at this (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: You know that I, I don't know that there was really a poignant moment for that, but about four or five years ago, uh, I really started diving into entrepreneurship more seriously. And so Lewis Howes was somebody Mm -hmm. I came across. And I just, I fell in love with his stuff and his podcast and all the people he brought on there, you know, very much like this, like it's just a conversation and Mm -hmm. you learn a lot from people of different walks of life. Mm -hmm. And so I followed a lot of his work and I, I of course, just picked up everything from everybody that came on there. So I was very inspired by his authenticity and just the fact that he was doing things to learn and for the value of them, Mm -hmm. not necessarily with a particular means to an end simply because it covers everything. Yep. Um, so he, I consider him a mentor in my in my life and in my experience in the past few years, especially. But he also introduced me to emotional intelligence work, which is how I got to mm-hmm. Columbus. So I came here three years ago uh, for that leadership training that really focuses on emotional intelligence. And mm-hmm. since doing that, I've just I'm a completely different person. I mean, I was living at the time in New York City miserable, fetal on the couch every mm-hmm. night, like ordering takeout for every meal because I didn't have the energy to pour a bowl of cereal sort oh, of man. thing. And I was just so miserable trying to do what I was doing. Yeah. And I I just... And was that
0: like singing or was that...
2: I, it, at the time, that was actually coaching artists how to be entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. And I just... Got it, right. I, I was doing what I thought I had to do because I felt guilty about walking away from music entirely. <laughs> got it, got so it. That, was a fun, that was a fun shift. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. <laughs> yeah, so, well, the, all of it just... It, it's just been a constant shifting from thing to thing and letting go of the guilt of, okay, I've spent, my parents have spent so much money and, oh, and yeah. time and effort. Right. I mean, I've been taking voice lessons since I was 12 years old. That is a very long time mm-hmm. to be studying and focusing on music to then just walk away from it. And so mm. finding the silver lining of like okay why did i do this what is it that i truly was trying to get out of this and realizing that yeah it's this self-expression and it's the connection to other people and you know really honing a message and authenticity like taking all of that from my performance background and my marketing background then to move into this space i don't feel mm-hmm. guilty about it anymore mm-hmm. because i know that now that's just part of my backstory and is my unique sort of spin on it versus other speaking coaches out there
1: yeah. I love that. That's so cool. So, what's the process, Gina, that you go through when you work with someone to like help them improve their speaking ability? Is it like do you have a step-by-step process or is it mostly like a framework that you kind of apply to their particular yeah, situation. yeah it's sort
2: of a framework The the very very first thing is getting really clear on your why mm-hmm. and it's not only the why of why you do the work you do but what it is you have people walking away with so oh, for yeah. me mm-hmm. it's again having somebody step into a place that's authentic for them because it's free for them mm-hmm. and it creates that connection with their clients and yeah. their audience mm-hmm. and it's about really creating this message of how authenticity can change the world and the mm-hmm. way we communicate with people I mean I I was in a mindset workshop actually just yesterday, a virtual workshop, and something that came out as I was going over my vision was that it creates safety Mm. to be your authentic self and to be honest all the time. Mm -hmm. I I value authenticity and integrity so highly that when somebody else isn't honest with me and I realize that, it breaks me. It breaks my heart because I just assume the best of people. I Mm -hmm. assume that you're being truthful with me. He's not. (laughs) Especially right now. Spoilers. Especially right now but it does it's 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 very jarring for me because i just assume that if mm-hmm. i'm being honest with you yeah. you're going to be honest with right. me yeah, for sure. so
0: should be a common courtesy. If it we're it being should honest. be. I
2: I believe that as <laughs> yeah. well. But I mean, for the more unsafe we feel, the more unsafety we create in the world as yeah, a yeah. result. Mm-hmm. So because I'm afraid you're going to lie to me, I'm going to put up my walls. I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to hide. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to steal. Mm-hmm. I, I create more unsafety by feeling unsafe versus just trusting that by me being an example of integrity that I can inspire that in other people. And mm-hmm. that's what I want to create. That's the paradigm I want to shift in in the way we you know live our lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a, such an incredible message, and you know, it kind of ties into a lot and. In- like relationships or even marriages yes. or things, because you hear so many so many times the the couples that like never fight or there's never anything wrong. Or these perfect couples are the ones that usually get divorced or have all these issues because <laughs> yeah. they're not they're not allowing themselves to be themselves. They try to put up this wall. They get defensive, and that's when when bad stuff happens. Like you have to communicate. You have to talk, and you yeah. have to be able, especially with yeah someone as, as as like a spouse or something, because you're with that person all the time, yeah. and that's what happens when you're not yourself and when you don't speak. That's when Trouble happens, and you know you hear those terrible stories all the time. And it's like if they would have just talked about this a year ago or year, mm-hmm. two years ago, because the the issues usually are a lot bigger than they actually are you make them out to be a lot bigger yeah. than they actually are so it's it's a it's a crazy thing <laughs> yeah, well
2: and it's because it like festers in yeah, your exactly body. you're like mm-hmm. oh this feels terrible not to be <laughs> truthful about it imagine how amazing it would fe- I feel like if people just got a taste of how oh, yeah, good that feels exactly. how liberating uh-huh. it feels to be honest mm-hmm. all the time and not worry about you know catching yeah. what lies they eat. oh I forget oh, which one <laughs> you know it just it's so liberating and and it creates so much more positive in your life as a result instead mm-hmm. of like trying to be the right thing yeah. and fit in a box and mm-hmm. I
0: always kind of give this this example too of it's kind of like a horror movie or like a scary movie like the scariest villains or enemies are the ones that are like a mystery that you don't know what they are but then mm-hmm. you know every once in a while you'll see the actual monster and you're like that's it <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah. or like it's a bad cgi or it's bad graphics you're yeah. like that's what i was afraid of <laughs> it's yeah. like usually the thing you think in your brain is a lot scarier than that's why it's so scary to like walk in the dark because yeah. you don't know what's out there mm-hmm. or like you're in the ocean like what could be under me i don't know but well the <laughs>
1: greatest horror films adam are the ones that play into the unknown? Yeah, right. Because they let the imagination exactly do like all it's, of the work. It says everything it is because
0: yeah, your brain can go to some scary places. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. for sure.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, to your point, Adam, like um, in in relationships, and I think Gina, tell me if you agree or not. Um, but I, I think it comes down to love for other people mm-hmm. because true love, at the end of the day, is others focused. And when you're leading with that love for other people that you're figuring out how can I serve them to the best of my ability by being authentic, by being true to who you are, by being vulnerable, having integrity, Mm -hmm. that will be reciprocated Mm -hmm. because people are like, wow, this person is different from someone else. You know, most of the most of the other people I interact with. um, And I think uh, people doing that more will result in, like you said, it's the same goes for negativity. If you are being negative to other people, it's going to be reciprocated back. Yep. But it works the same way for love and loving other people, doing what's right for other people. And I think we need more of that you know, in the <laughs> yeah. culture. So, anyway, that got really deep. Um, I have that effect on people. I know. But good at it, Gina. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, getting back to uh, you, Gina. So. Um, is there any i mean you've already shared a few different like pivot points in your life mm-hmm. is there any particular we love to ask this question for the guests is there any particular like failures or things that you had to <laughs> like really that. learn from <laughs> um Can we just
0: stop and say gene is awesome <laughs> 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 it's like i can't stop smiling it's so good thank you you're sweet. it's
1: very uh you're being very authentic I and am. it's, it's um, I am. What's the right word attractive? it's like um, it's magnetic <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> uh, But anyway yeah well, getting back to the question whats um, is there any like one failure or yes. multiple fa- failures yes. that you're like wow, I really learned from yes.
2: this. Yes. So my undergraduate degree, I spent at a, uh, it's a very small conservatory, like Mm -hmm. 500 kids, grad and undergrad, like super small in Princeton, New Jersey. And when I graduated, there was actually an opening up in the office of admissions. So I was like, oh, great. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll work there and I get tuition remission for my grad degree. Like, fantastic. (laughs) So for a year afterward, I just continued my voice lessons and I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm not automatically let in. I still have to audition for the graduate program. And when I did, I didn't get in the school that trained me didn't want me.
0: Oh man,
1: that Mm -hmm. messed
2: with my head, real (laughs) head. And I mean, it was because at that point I was a colleague. I I got the respect of one of the professors actually coming in and talking to me about the experience. Um, But it really, it really messed with my head. It's like Mm -hmm. if the people who trained me don't want me, who's going to? Mm -hmm. And that was the point where I really got to reevaluate. And especially because as a singer or as an artist, it's impossible to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But I was so sure that I did the absolute best I could that day. You know, it was just it was literally put everything on the field and Mm -hmm. like, all right. Like i know it I, I did the best i could they still don't want me
0: <laughs> Shit.
2: so hope i can curse by the way that's just happened. so um that i mean that i took that really hard and that was ultimately how i decided to go into marketing and go into the performance arts administration route because i was like okay obviously this is not a route that i can continue to take i mean this huge rejection and i i can barely take it so that's not going to work because it's nothing but rejection in that field so i, I kind of ran to marketing as a as a you know fallback sort of thing it wasn't mm-hmm. something i truly truly wanted to do at the time it was just something i convinced myself and then as a result of that all of these other things that followed that now get me into speaking coaching and, and all of that so being able to do that that was my first time i was kind of talking before about like having to shift and be okay with mm-hmm. letting it go and yep. that was the first time i really had to accept that um my original game plan was not going to go that way and then Letting go of that guilt of you know, well, this is what my parents pushed me to, and I was very lucky that I had parents who didn't, you know, oh well, you know, that's not a safe route to go. You should, you should really go into music education or something, be a teacher, you know, you'll get mm-hmm. much more stable, stable future. But they knew, they knew it was something I loved. They knew it was something that was important to me, and I had talent for. I still do, but I, yeah, I just, I, I was fortunate enough that they pushed me in that direction. And I still, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, it was the first moment I really, really got to be okay with going a different direction and just seeing what I could make from that as opposed to just running away entirely.
1: Wow, that's great. I love that. Thank you. So, uh, I mean, what what do you typically do for a day, Gina? What, we love to ask our guests, what what's your typical schedule look like? Mm-hmm. Is it the same from day to day or like are you on amazing other podcasts like ours? Like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> None as amazing as this one. Um, well, I actually still have my day job. Uh, yeah. Because of living in New York City for a while and not doing so hot, I, I'm mm-hmm. still paying off debt from that. So I'm, yeah. I'm keeping my stability that way. But outside of that, you know, I, I have a group mastermind that I'm coaching, I have individual mm-hmm. clients. I've really. Especially at the beginning of this year, I focused more on making more impact versus trying to do too many little little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I've been that person that runs myself ragged and been a workaholic and had four jobs at the same time, yeah. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> I'm done doing that. So now it's just a matter of working smarter and continuing to make these connections, continuing to go to events and conferences and meet other people and I do go on podcasts like this and, mm-hmm. and put out regular content. And it's funny you talked about the service piece because the second I flip the script about mm-hmm. what being seen and because again that performance anxiety comes out of I, I The second I turned it into service of like, okay, what can I create for other people by yeah. finally putting this message out there and being consistent with it, now it feels good because mm-hmm. now it's not about me. I get to remember that, and, and that's really been something that I've been focused on And this, you know, awesome. usually just one one thing a day. Maybe it's one mm. longer post or one Facebook live that just something that came to me that day. But yeah, I mean it's it's surprisingly well balanced, considering mm. I still have the day job situation.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. yeah.
2: Oh. yeah
0: let's jump into the group mastermind for a sec so walk us through that kind of how does that whole thing work
2: sure so right now it's a 10-week mastermind that focuses weekly trainings on aspects of being a confident speaker okay so it's called the 10-week confidence speaker mastermind and it's not necessarily about somebody who wants to be a public speaker and to you know command a room that way but it is about what we were talking about before you know owning who you are in your pitch and in your brand and being able to communicate that powerfully confidently authentically stepping into all of those things so yeah. each week is like awesome. a body language focus tone and inflection word choice and how we constantly undermine ourselves with certain word choices and phrases um, just all of those little nuances visual mm-hmm. aids like if you choose to do a workshop or something how to use them effectively even how to practice effectively because yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down to is practicing in a way that is so consistent and it just becomes a second nature to you and it's natural again it kind of circles back around to off the cuff yeah,
1: yeah. i love yeah. that because business owners entrepreneurs have to pitch, you know, whether that's to their customers, clients, um, other business partners. Um, you need a loan, you need capital, you've got to pitch for that too so a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs don't understand that process so I love that you created you know, that program to walk them through that, so awesome, and I is, love that. Is, that
0: is that something that people, like people, you meet in person with people and do yep. that or is that it's an, on online? Is, oh, yeah, cool. It's on Facebook, yeah
2: it's a private Facebook group, where, you know, once you pay for it you get put yeah. into this group and then every week is a Facebook live training and then every other week is a group training sort of thing so we're all meet on Zoom on oh, video cool. Perfect. and that way anybody something's working on then they go ahead and do that and nice. of course there's homework in between yeah so yeah, do people
1: fun. find about about the course on your website like where where's the best place to right go? now
2: facebook is generally the best place to connect with okay. me because like i said i'm putting out regular content there and it's not like, even on my personal page at some point i gotta get my business one back up and running <laughs> uh but facebook.com slash gina okay. is my is my link to my direct page and if you want to follow me there i have all that regular stuff so if anything that i have coming up i announce it there mm-hmm. um a website should be updated with that soon as well, but awesome. yeah, that'll come back around very soon.
1: Great, that's
0: great. And so what kind of, what other, you know, public speaking have you done? Like, have you done a TEDx yet? Have you done any of those other things? No,
2: I, ha- I was actually going to apply for the one that I'm now a coach for. Oh, nice. But then I got the phone call the day before I was going to do it. Like, hey, we're looking for coaches.
0: Oh, yes. yeah. Hey, there you go. Fantastic.
2: Um, <laughs> no, I've done, I've done a bunch of workshops. I do things like this all the time. I come on as guest speakers to other people's communities. Yeah. So, um, like, one in particular I can think of, there's a web designer who likes to do monthly meetups. And it's, n- number one, a networking social thing. But it's also an education opportunity. So, yeah. So ton of experiences like that. Uh, this week, I'll be going to the Pickerington Chamber of Commerce as well and talking to their women. There's like a group of 40 women they meet once a month, wow, um, awesome. you know, just go over different topics. So there's a lot of opportunities for me to come in as a speaker like that.
1: Nice. Really yeah. cool. So yeah. what, what do you like to do outside of work when you're not like being an amazing opera singer <laughs> and teaching people how to be, uh, you know, the best speakers ever? Mm-hmm. What do you like to do with your free time?
2: Uh, I've been working out a lot more recently. My boyfriend cool. and I both have very um, big health goals that we're mm-hmm. working on currently. So doing that together is something we spend a lot of time right now. Uh, the weather's going to get nicer soon, so we'll go yes, kayaking thankfully. and hiking Ooh. and <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll do more of that and stuff. Um, he's got a dog. We love playing with him and you know, awesome. going to the park with him or whatever. That's so um, cool. But yeah, for the, I get to be better about having fun sometimes. <laughs> I like get so focused on this stuff because I'm really excited about it. Yeah, but yeah. so cool. No, I love that. Everything. Just kind of whatever the day brings really yep, for sure <laughs> i just need a goddamn break
1: yes
0: <laughs> don't we just, all don't we all <sighs> yeah.
2: game of thrones on the couch and we're good oh
0: so close to I the know. final season i'm getting to that i haven't
2: gotten there yet so don't no spoilers <laughs> i'm only on like season four
0: gandalf comes in and kills darth vader that's what i heard it's pretty yeah, it's pretty that's epic <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness! So, so Gina,
0: I'm I'm curious. So, Jason, I, so he's obviously the voice of thunder. He's obviously like super extraordinary. It's like an ast- 80s cartoon. Yeah. I know. Seriously, We like like need a thunder sound effect. I know. Right there. Yeah. So let's let's pretend that he wasn't. Let's pretend he's coming to you as someone who's just doesn't have the confidence, doesn't have it. What is like some of the first things you tell people, like some little tips or kind of that first interaction, like if you're talking to Jason and saying, "Hey, it's, it's not as scary as you think. These are some things you can get better." What is kind of the introduction? That you kind of like to go with when you talk to a new person.
2: I don't like to tell them that it's not as scary as they think because then that kind of unjustifies what they feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're Very they're different. allowed to be scared, they're allowed to be nervous. And to me, that means they care. Yeah. yeah. That means that they Very care true. enough about it to to worry or to panic or what have you. But what I try to do is find, you know, where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you care so much that you're worried? Why do you feel like you can't do it justice? Like mm-hmm. what do you feel is getting mm-hmm. in the way for you? I really try to get them to pinpoint a little therapist, like I try to get them to pinpoint like first so that way you know I can kind of follow their train of thought. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of um, this emotional intelligence work that I've done. It kind of goes into that life coaching moment sometimes because yeah. you kind of dig into their psyche of like, I'm where, where's that coming from? And what's interesting for me, and I don't know, this, this is something I'll, I'll teach all that often, but there are certain words that are triggers of what's really going into your mind. Yeah. So women in particular are really guilty of this, like, I'm sorry, can I, can I just say something? I'm sorry. Can I, <laughs> and it's somebody who is apologizing for contributing it's somebody who's not used to being able to contribute to a conversation to be able to interject their opinion without feeling like they're in the way or mm-hmm. because maybe somebody told them at one point, you get to be seen, not heard, and it, just digging into where that comes from for them mm-hmm. so that if they have the awareness, they can work around it and start to change that that mm-hmm. conversation for themselves.
1: Because yeah. it's like I mean, I, if I'm thinking about this right, Gina, it, it's almost like it's because uh, thoughts create energy. So like energy is, uh, you know, everyone gets nervous when they're speaking. I know I get nervous. I'm sure all of us get nervous mm-hmm. going up on stage. But it's energy that needs to be directed. Yes. So for if we're sure. all nervous, how can we use that to, you know, be confident, to be more comfortable, to, you know, because, I mean, some of the best speakers I've ever worked with, from you know multi-billionaires, uh, politicians, all the way down to people just starting out, all the best ones I've ever known have been like, everyone feels nervous. Everyone. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so great to hear you say that. So it's like, you know, as the listeners, if you guys are listening, trying to figure out w- how to be more confident. It's like don't let don't try to diminish that feeling, but use it to your advantage. You know how can I? Hey, I know that I feel this. You know this nervous, but everyone does.
2: So there's two things I want to say to that actually. So the experience of nerves and excitement in your body is Mm -hmm. identical. And it's only the thought that we put behind it that actually creates the experience on the outside. So if I'm nervous versus excited, it feels the same. I still have that like erratic sort of energy, Mm -hmm. and it's only the thought that's really cultivating the experience. So Mm -hmm. I can just decide that, okay, I'm actually excited. I'm not nervous. Mm -hmm. And that could be enough to quell the nerves to go ahead and do whatever it is you're gonna do. And so an example of that, that in my life, um, one of the moments where I truly realized what it was that I was creating with my voice and not necessarily as a singer, but Mm -hmm. in my life, Um, Several years ago, probably 10 years ago now, Christmas morning, a family friend passed away. Mm -hmm. And the family knew I was a singer, but they hadn't yet heard me sing. But they asked me to sing the Ave Maria at his Mm -hmm. funeral ceremony, which, for those of you who don't know, it's basically the Star Spangled Banner of Catholicism. So (laughs) it's a huge deal and a huge honor to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I woke up that morning with a tickle in my throat. And as somebody who has severe performance anxiety, I panicked and immediately thought to myself, oh, I I can't do this. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to completely botch this thing, which, number one, is very selfish. (laughs) Like, I made it about me. I completely acknowledge that. But I just, I I truly felt like I was was not going to do a good job because I was so in my head about it. And so we go to the last viewing before the funeral ceremony. And I have every intention of going to tell his father. He's burying his son. And this is me going, oh, I can't do it. I'm scared. um, I'm going down the receiving line and I get to the father and he says to me okay Jeannie you're gonna go next door and you're gonna go upstairs to the balcony you're gonna talk Karen the organ yeah I think it's Karen okay we're gonna I swear to you he was almost excited like it was it was a very strange feeling of like he this is his son's funeral and I feel mm-hmm. like he's six ex- I couldn't say no yeah. so I was like all right so I'm gonna go next door and I go up to the church and the balcony and I talk to Karen or whatever her name <laughs> was and I I do what athletes do and I just dug deep despite the nerves and it was by far the most powerful rendition of that song I have ever done you know I didn't I didn't miss a note like I Mm -hmm. thought I was going to I didn't botch it I didn't squeak I didn't do any of those things and to watch from the balcony as an entire room full of people is just sobbing and you see their shoulders shaking and realizing that in that moment I was the only person who could create that experience for everybody you know Mm -hmm. his he was the oldest of six siblings and Mm -hmm. so watching his his younger brother Um, you know just come up to me afterward just completely red-eyed just sobbing with tears like thank you for for doing that it Mm -hmm. gave them the opportunity to let go and Mm -hmm. to actually feel the things that they were holding on to again you know it's just that idea of just being who you are and Mm -hmm. and just letting it happen and being able to experience the grief and the loss of this man who was really young he was about 46 years old he had just gotten married the year before you know that room was packed Mm -hmm. and people still have this, even in a situation like that, they have a really hard time letting themselves feel for one reason or another. Yeah. And I was able to break open their hearts long enough to just feel it and maybe possibly be able to bury it with him.
1: Wow, that's, I mean, I don't even I know chills. what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, even what know what story. to say.
0: That. No, no, I mean, I, t- I think that's like the epitome of the lesson that, like, the, 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 that was, I mean, call it what you will, but that's that was like a magic. That was a magical was. moment for a lot of people. Something that was super important and all that stuff. And you don't create those moments by just standing still, or no. by not chasing your dreams, or f- embracing what what scares you or what excites you, and things like that. And it's sh- it just shows that yeah, you're like you were afraid, you had a tickle, you could have just not shown up, you could have done anything, but mm-hmm. you faced up, you owned it, and you you saw it, and you you uh, it sounds like you kicked some ass. <laughs> and I did <laughs> it despite amazing. my fear. I did Yeah, it, exactly. I
2: hate hate the word fearless. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Fearless is 100%. not a thing. It's it's feeling fear yeah. and doing it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. that was the the true. Moment that I really realized what that meant yeah. you know, being courageous and and again, it wasn't about me It was about somebody else and and honoring his memory in a way that only I could sure there's other singers in the world Of course, but there's something about the way that I sing that moves people even mm-hmm. when they can't understand what I'm saying Yeah, and for me to rob the world of that isn't fair yeah. It's mm-hmm. for me to keep that to myself and everybody has something like that, you know, maybe it's uh, Their marketing expertise, maybe it's you know, their their love of other people and taking care of people in nursing home Like it doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. everybody has that yeah. thing
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny so my my mom is actually a singer as well and she does hey. broadway and opera and does all hey. kinds of things and you know that moment you you talked about she's had plenty of those and i've been in the audience for them. yeah i mean it's there's there's nothing quite like that that moment when you hear something like that it just it brings out so many emotions and it's such an incredible thing and it's it's so great that you're able to to do that for those people
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. M- music cuts very deeply yeah. into who we are as people that's I, I mean everyone likes music and i think that's so interesting like have you ever thought about that gina you know with you saying you're the messaging maestro but being so involved in music like isn't that so interesting to you like how music is like a way to connect with people and i universal think universal language yeah <laughs> a very universal language and then you have uh, i mean i have so much respect for you because you have that ability to use your experience through music to connect with people at a very deep level so like and it's almost that situation where you get like you connect with them and you have that moment where you almost can see like i don't know like the scales fall off their eyes or that aha moment where Mm -hmm. you see the spark kind of reignite in them Mm -hmm. um because i i love to live for that moment too and i don't know if you do as well yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's that's what makes what you do worthwhile oh yeah like those those moments you're like yeah it's nice to get a paycheck you know if they pay you for your work and that kind of thing <laughs> it's always fun but at the end of the day it's like wow that moment right there you had a positive impact on yeah. their life
2: yeah well and it so i think that's i don't i don't know that i realized i was doing it until you just said that but i think that's what i'm trying to recreate by being so authentic and being the example of that mm-hmm. is music touches you because it goes so deep you can't not equate some sort of emotion to it you know mm-hmm. there's there's very People connect to music and have that sort of emotional reaction because it touches something in them that they're not, they're not acknowledging, they're just absorbing it. Mm-hmm. And so, especially as a singer, and what was so scary for me as a singer is you breathe so deeply. You know, people tell you to breathe deep to calm down or something like that. Yep. It's because you're finally connecting again to your body. Yeah. And to do that, you're connecting again to your emotions. So, anything yep. you're trying to block out, like you're, you have no choice but to absorb it again. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what, at this point now, it's kind of a game and a challenge. Like, can yeah. I do this now with my words? Versus my music, can yep. I do this now with an idea versus a song? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's interesting. Thank you, I appreciate
1: so that.
0: Cool. Well, yeah. now we're at the point of the show where you get to do your solo. So please go. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> I always joke: if
2: I ever got a tattoo, it's going to be like a karaoke coin slot, like insert awesome. for quarter. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I,
0: that's hilarious. I don't know.
2: I feel like that could have negative connotations it's in some way. Like, got to be <laughs> careful where that.
0: Exactly. but Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I a little weird. Oh man, that's, uh, that's, that's so fantastic. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so good. But yeah, that's uh no, I, I love that. um so Well, so if you don't want, to, I guess Jason can do a solo. Do you no, want? No. Come on. No.
1: Face of thunder anything? <laughs> no. I'd like to play the guitar and sing, but it's usually like for uh my daughter now. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't generally like to sing in front of other people. Wheels on the bus, that's his dream. Oh, so good. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life-changing really. Uh it's like well, one of alexandra's favorite uh shows is Word Party. And like the intro song is like stuck in my head, you know, like Word party, the fun has just begun oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So funny you, you got a future in this journey. I was, yeah. <laughs> was going to say, I, I can be on Broadway right now <laughs> But anyway,
0: so Gina So what So what does the future look for, Gina? So you're working on workshops, coaching people mm-hmm. where, like, where do you see yourself in the next few years? Where is, where is the path that you're taking? What does it kind of look like when you look out into the future? A lot of speaking yeah. I'm
2: focusing this year on writing my book Which is actually going to be entitled Why I Love to Make People Cry (laughs) Um, And it it is about the power of like moving people to that point where they have no choice but to cry. Like Mm -hmm. I I take a lot of pride in that, that I can have a conversation (laughs) with somebody that starts off laughing and fun and then they're somehow bawling at the end. Like I take a lot of pride in that because it means that I connected with them deeply enough. Uh, So writing my book this year is one of those things, but then a lot of speaking and being able to share this message of what it can change, not only as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, but actually in your life and the sort of freedom that it gives you, the power that it gives you, the joy that it gives you and just I I don't know exactly where that looks or or how it looks or how often but I know that speaking is going to be a very big part of it yeah
1: that's so cool and uh, we're actually talking a little bit off the air Gino with uh, one of the trips that you have in mind in the future is that like share with this uh, the listeners a little bit about that with like your goal of kind of traveling across the (laughs) the country Yeah. So the
2: the, the boyfriend (laughs) and I have been together about two years now but Mm -hmm. it's it's for the long haul so we have a vision of taking a school bus out outfitting it like an RV, the schoolie, as they call it <laughs> oh, now, yes. and traveling the world in it, and going, you know, from Alaska all the way to Antarctica, because you can go through the Panama Canal, and through Argentina, off in a ferry, and, and all of that good stuff. And I I mean, he has aspirations for a remote business. I foresee this being a remote m- mm-hmm. business for myself. And I mean, we're going to Colombia the end of this year, because he read about it in a book. And yeah. He thought it sounded like <laughs> a cool city, and it's like, so cool. okay! So, yeah, I cool. mean, usually I think Europe, because that's where I have friends, and mm-hmm. where I've been before, and what I've, what I've read about but flipped my world on my head yeah. and yeah. in college actually i learned about there's a opera house in the middle of the amazon jungle so that's the only place wow. in south america i've been like real pumped to go that <laughs> like,
0: oh, yeah, must be awesome to that
1: is so yeah. cool um, I, don't, I don't know okay. is yeah. it is the opera house in Colombia? like where, where what uh, country is it in south america brazil brazil okay
2: in, in the in the amazon like literally in the Sweet. middle of it
1: like you have a site wow. to it is my understanding <laughs> that's so, so cool like, yeah so, that's what man. i
0: thought so well, i, I a, want to go there too yeah so i have a question and a thought and a comment, I guess. So the question is, do you have an extra seat for me on the schoolie? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, yeah.
2: It depends if the dog is still with us. Yeah. It's a pretty big dog, so you might take up a little space. But, uh, we'll, we'll save you a kennel. Thank you. That? I, you <laughs> know,
0: I can work with it. I'm not, I'm not too picky. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, as far as the comic goes, no, I think I think that kind of just jumps off on another point is that I think one of the most valuable things that people can do, especially to build confidence, to be able to speak, to be able to talk, to do stuff, is to travel, is to see mm-hmm. different cultures, is to I mean, I know it's hard like easier than said than done, but even going to a different part of your city or a different part of your state, but some of the greatest experiences that I've had is when I've been traveling because you're out of your comfort zone. Like that that's like an experience in itself. Like even if you don't really think of it, you're in a new place, you're finding out how to how to act, and that kinda of has a lot of similarities with you know the struggle you have inside when you're feeling a new feeling or something and especially when you can go with someone that you love or other family members it's all the better but i think that's so it's so valuable and that's that's really helped me get comfortable in my own skin and you know really be able to put things in perspective too by mm-hmm. going to certain places and seeing you know how how other people live and you know the highs and the lows and everything in between it's I don't know I just I can't recommend that enough for really helping find yourself and really being able to put a very like knowledgeable and useful perspective on the world and being able to talk to people and kind of know what you're talking about yeah well,
2: and mm. I love traveling alone oh, for yeah. that reason yeah for like, sure number one you get to do what you want when oh, you want definitely. like oh I want to take a nap okay I'm not yeah. holding somebody else back from going to a museum yeah. or something but you also it does it forces you to to interact with other exactly people. Mm-hmm. and if it's in a country where it's not the native tongue you know it's Spanish it's German what have you right. I mean that really forces you to, to dive into their their language and yeah and communicate with them in other ways. And that's where the fun for me teaching body language right. is a lot of fun. So like, okay, if you're not speaking the same language, one of the exercises I love to do is actually just telling people, "Okay, you're going to tell me a story, mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to use any words other than Mary had a little lamb." You have to tell me with your tone, you have to tell me with your inflection, you have to tell me with your body. You but Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a little lamb, <laughs> and you just you just keep going. And if I can get the feeling of what you're conveying, then you're doing something right. Mm. Yeah, but uh-huh. it's it's super fascinating because you you do you wind up in these situations. Mm. Even in Columbus, you know, people mm. who don't speak English as their native tongue. Yeah. It's just well, a very fascinating um, exercise.
1: Ninety percent of communication occurs uh, non-verbally. Non-ver-
2: uh, I don't know what the percentage is anymore. I just know that it matters. You know, yes, and very, the tone and the inflection too. Very high percentage. Yeah.
0: Doesn't
1: matter the exact number. Well,
0: right. it's, I, yeah, exactly. I, that's another thing too. I mean, I I always love I love telling the story. So there's, I won't name this person's name, but there's been someone in my past that, it was one of those people where, you know, when you talk to them, they would like look at you and they'd be like, so Adam, how's everything going? And then they would immediately just turn around. (laughs) It's like they could care less about what you're talking about. (laughs) And I mean, that's a very extreme example, but like you said, yeah, the body language, and like, that's why it's so important when you're speaking to people, like, look them in the eye, Mm -hmm. smile, Mm -hmm. laugh, be engaged, don't like, it's, I mean, people can tell when you're, like, Mm -hmm. trying to be somewhere else, or you're doing stuff, and it it shows, and and people, it's, it's, the world's a lot smaller than you think. I think that's something that people forget sometimes, is like, oh, I'll never run into this person again, or I don't care about this person, whatever, but you'd be Surprised how small this world is. Yes. Yeah, it's well, I'm
2: moving here, moving here from New York City, like got all the city amenities, which is great. But everybody's like two degrees of separation. Yeah, each exactly. Other. I'm like, oh my god, I can't flip anybody off. The traffic is going to get back to me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god. Like, yeah, it's really. I, I I can't believe how many people I meet. Like, oh yeah, of course I know that person. Mm, okay, trying to count my oh, steps. Man. We're good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh man, yeah. it's, oh, man. <laughs> no, that's, I, I love that I was just, just envisioning you I was going like, to say Is that
2: just me? <laughs> no, just, no
0: Definitely not <laughs> Jersey road rage yeah. I can't help oh, myself <laughs> no, Especially when the weather changes And stuff It's just Yeah Driving is, is, is crazy yep. Yeah I, I was, I'm a was, very
1: um, aggressive driver So
0: <laughs> I think the funniest thing Is like I was in Las Vegas A few days ago And it snowed there and like the city just shut down because oh, I had <laughs> like no idea what to do. So it was, I mean, it was it was crazy. It's just funny it's seeing all the crazy. situations. <laughs> well, but anyway, so so Gina, we're kind of coming to the end of the show. Um, we like to, you know, really want people to be able to connect with you to be able to follow up with you ask questions do all that stuff so what's what's once again just for everyone out there what is the best way to connect with you and i'd love to you just to talk a little bit more about the master class how people can get involved and how they can you know learn the magic of gina
2: <laughs> so gina is my website uh like i said i spend the most time on facebook right now facebook.com slash gina mo which is my personal page so <laughs> don't necessarily friend me i won't accept it but if you want to follow <laughs> me and follow my content it's all public uh so that's usually the best way to like just get content from me, I'm not mm-hmm. good about my newsletter, but I will be. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Um. And if you do want to actually, you know, get some insight on this, I do 60-minute si- free calls with anybody, you know, who have certain specific issues. You know, oh, I have trouble talking about myself and my business. Oh, yeah. I want to write a book and I don't know where to begin. Right. Like, yeah. I, I have a link that you can sign up for a free call on my calendar, and we can just talk it through. And if you know working awesome. together looks great, fantastic. If it doesn't, then I always give you something to walk away with yeah. to immediately start implementing and whatever it is you're doing. Awesome. awesome. And then
0: as far as the masterclass, so it's a 10-week program. It is a
2: ten-week program. Yeah, by the time this comes out, I think it's going to be already started. But I have a feeling it's going to go really, really well. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to want to do it again. (laughs) Right. So that will probably start again in the summer. Okay. Uh, But it is a ten-week masterclass. As of now, the format it may change. But it is a ten-week masterclass based in Facebook. You get a private uh, Facebook community, and every week is a different live training. You get group coaching, and there'll be homework for you to actually like really practice. I consider it like a laboratory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not about confidently speaking on stage so much as it's confidently speaking about who you are, what you offer, and why you are specifically the one to give it
1: to somebody yeah yeah, that's yeah. Right. wow yeah. so cool i love that <laughs> definitely you. checking out guys <laughs> so,
0: so obviously they can find all that on your facebook and you'll yeah. be posting for mm-hmm. it awesome yep. okay great yep, yep, well yep. that that's so awesome well gina it's been it's been such a pleasure and Thank the you. last question that we just love to ask people is we we What's the final message you have for people out there? What's just one last thing? Somebody listening, they're you know, not as confident in speaking or not you know, kind of on the same path that you are or certain things like that. What is one final thing you would love to say to our beautiful audience out there?
2: Just because somebody is louder than you are does not make them more powerful than you.
1: Boom. Drop the mic. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome.
0: That is that's very valuable. That's very true. That's right. So that means so cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Gina, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. This has been like so awesome. It's I don't think I don't, I don't
0: think I've smiled as much. I was them, gonna say so I don't think good, I have Gina. either. A
1: very very <laughs> thank magnetic you. personality, yeah. Gina. Thank you, thank you so and much. You
0: can have it too. Oh, my God. oh God, I just feel
2: disgusting even pretending to do <laughs> you that. Can have it. Mm.
1: Two two months low <laughs> monthly payments dollars nineteen ninety nine per month.
0: You can make it happen. Call I love out.
2: infomercials. They used to, I mm. had so many, like I've seen on TV products. Yeah, I want to be ashamed, but they were amazing. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the,
0: it's the best thing. So I went to, I went to Ohio state and got a marketing degree nice. and I'm probably the most like susceptible person to marketing, <laughs> even though I know all the tricks, but I'm like, this looks awesome. <laughs> love it. I know. Yeah, it's like, so I, think, I always remember this, this episode of family guy. I think it was where like Peter Griff or Peter's like following these trail of Skittles and he's like, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. No, no, yeah, no, I, that, I know life. exactly. Yeah.
2: No, that's a, uh, uh, James Woods. Oh They're yeah, catching right. James Woods right oh yeah, right. Don't right, test right. me on Family Guy. <laughs> trivia. that, I'll beat you at. I'm really good. Oh man. At that. So yeah, but, so yeah, James, James
0: Woods. <laughs> piece of candy. candy. <laughs> that's like that's that. If I had to narrow myself down to one <laughs> sentence, that would be me. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> oh my oh anyway wow. oh man well gina once again thank you <laughs> jason thank you and thank, thank you, Adam. you all for coming along for the journey and we, we can't wait to have you back in the studio thank and you. see the buck and see everything else evolve yeah, and sure. uh yeah we'll be joining you on the schoolie whenever that That's takes right. off so yeah. thank I'll you look forward to that <laughs> all right guys we'll have a great one and we will see you next time bye-bye and we are back with Adam, ooh, piece of candy, Bankhurst.
1: <laughs> it's well, just, it is so fitting, don't you agree? I'm yeah, just... I, the uh, as you were kind of explaining that, I'm like, it is true because I'm susceptible to it as well. There's certain things where I'm just like, I know what they're doing, but it's so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big problem, but you know what? such as life so it's that's fine. right yeah, yeah. well I, d- I don't know about you adam but i want to convert a school bus too <laughs> yes. like to be able to travel around the country that'd be awesome yeah it's uh that would that'd be a fun way to travel i'm sure i'd i'd have
0: to retrofit it with a few things maybe or maybe put on like a nice big like oled tv get oh, yeah. some Wi-Fi yeah. hotspots going but well, there's work.
1: Um, some really good YouTube videos I've watched of people converting the school bus into like a basically an RV. I mean, it's a, a livable place, so uh, really cool. I mean, uh, if you're interested in that kind of lifestyle, definitely check it out. I I love that, and I, I would love to get an RV or something in the future for you know my family to kind of go cross country because I think that's awesome.
0: Oh yeah, it's a good way to see places for sure. But uh, it was just once again, that's I know we talked about this a little at the beginning, but Gina's story is just so interesting and cool, and how she has all these fun ideas and her experiences and how she you know she was she thought she was going to be an opera singer but she had this feeling where you know maybe it just wasn't quite for her she just was had a lot of anxiety with certain things and she wasn't afraid to kind of go explore new things and still kind of be involved in you know speaking and performing and public speaking and things and still use some of those skills that she learned when she was growing up but it's uh it's just a—it's a very cool story and journey that she's had. That's really only just beginning.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's she. If there's one point to get from the conversation that I think we had, Adam, and that—that that is that a lot of people have this assumption that entrepreneurs or even successful people that have done something, you know, that, uh, we would consider awesome. Um, it's not a straight line to, you know, whatever that version of success looks like. And, you know, she took the risk and tried different things and she's on a different path than what she thought she would be on. And, you know, that's a lot like what life is all about. You know, there's so many people who have those, I think we call it pivot points. You know, they, they have an experience or something that they, they go through and then they learn from that experience, make some Uh, new decisions to you know change the path that they're on and ultimately it's probably a better fit for you know for them so and that's what that's Gina's case right now so
0: yeah I mean I feel like and it's Gina's not alone in that case either (laughs) yeah it's uh yeah yeah it's very much you you have a goal set in mind and sometimes it just doesn't Quite pan out, but other things do, and maybe will lead you to where you were supposed to be. So it's that's a, right. It's just fun to find those things. That's why you got to put yourself out there, and you got to not be afraid to take those chances and listen to what's tell, like your voice inside no. when it's telling mm-hmm. you things. So it's yeah, a, I'm
1: excited to uh, check out her book once she releases it. And definitely. you know, again, her community online is really awesome. Uh, she's got, s- and I think you could kind of tell it from the conversation. I, I know we, uh, at least I did, Adam. And that was, she really makes people feel comfortable and by making them feel comfortable she's able to connect with them yeah for and sure and then like really like bring out i think people's best nature yeah that's just awesome yeah. i mean that's what she's doing right now with her platform which is awesome yeah
0: no it's a, it's a good way to do it and really it'll, it up cuz when you're public speaking and when you're talking, you are vulnerable. So mm-hmm. when you're training and you're practicing, you're vulnerable as well. So I think you yeah. really get to see the true nature of people when they're kind of putting themselves out there. So I think it's a very valuable thing to learn and to practice yourself. So yep, definitely sure. call Gina. Make it happen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, we, we want, we really just thank Gina for coming on the show and we can't wait to have her back on so we can mm-hmm. just laugh for another hour <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But um, we do want to remind people if you want to be a part of the show to send an email to hello at show.com once again, that is hello at growlikeaproshow.com, and we are a weekly show. We go live every Thursday at 6 a.m., and we have a lot of fun things planned for the future and all these really cool things going forward, but you know, a lot of this stuff we can't do without our sponsor, which I will
1: pass over to Jason to talk yeah. about. So this episode is brought to you by Genesis Marketing Group, and Genesis Marketing Group really likes to tell people that if you are looking for uh, more sales, uh, lead gen for your business, basically share sharing your product service or information with the world they can come alongside you build a relationship with you and ultimately help you uh, get where you want to go so you know everything from website development um, online business listings reputation management uh, building an e-commerce store you know they can really they have the expertise and the team uh, to be able to help you get to where you want to go so I couldn't do the show without their support and you know um, yeah if you're interested in in growing your business definitely uh, reach out to them because they are awesome. The team is great and they do incredible work and you can check them out at genesismarketinggroup.com and that's Genesis with a J. Very good, very good.
0: Well, Jason, thank you. Listeners, thank you. Gina, thank you. Watchers, thank you. Everybody, thank you. We love you. You're the best. And we can't wait to see you next week for another episode of Grow Like a Pro. And until then, I hope you have a great day and or night and we will see you next week.